Welcome, everyone, to another furious edition of Talk Hard, presented by Walk Softly Films. Uh, guys, last week, we uh, sort of, uh, we, we kind of hammered on poor uh, Brendan Fraser a little bit. I don't, I don't think Todd ever vocalized his hatred of Brendan Fraser, but I could tell by the way he was breathing into the microphone that it, his sentiment was right along with ours. So, to introduce you all... I've picked out some Brendan Fraser quotes, and wow. I'm going to say it as he would say them. Oh man, this is it's going to be something. Man. So we're, if we're, you're ready. we're already over the entertainment meter. <laughs> so first, without further ado, oh yeah, you've been a really big help so far, Todd Sheen. What's that one from? I think all of these are no. That one is from uh, what was it, bedazzled or whatever. Oh my goodness! Oh. Yeah, bedazzled. Nice. <laughs> Second up. So <laughs> he's a man. Scott Stafford. <laughs> Good. <laughs> is that the mummy? Uh, yes, it is. Oh, and. And here's here's another here's another. Are you ready for, for uh, another gym? I One think more. somebody's had too many martinis. <laughs> Alan Martin. All right, guys, uh, we're off and running with some with some Brendan Fraser fire, like no episode <laughs> ever has been. Too many martinis. T many martinis also from that that whatever that bedazzled or whatever. Bedazzled. Yeah. So um there you go. It's it's a quotathon that movie. It's that's a remake of um one with Dudley Moore. Mm-hmm. And I well, can't remember right. I can't remember the girl, but Dudley Moore was in it. Yeah. Well done, Hollywood. <laughs> Good choices. Good choices. Okay, so last week, um, Man, maybe the most response I think we've gotten to a podcast so far was, um, since this is a movie podcast, obviously the most response we're going to get is to music. Um, but your all's music discussion to open the open the, the podcasting week last week uh, ruffled some feathers, <laughs> got some got some got some people going on uh, on the various social medias. Um, you all kind of put the challenge out there to listen to a few songs. Uh, did you all listen to each other's songs, by the way? I did. As did I. Oh, oh okay. Everybody did their homework. I listened to all nine songs, which doubles the amount of music I usually listen to <laughs> during the course of an entire week. Um, but I did it for you all. So, first of all, what, what are your all's opinions of each other? Um, Scott, do you want to start with your, your Crowded House opinion? Yeah. Um, first of all, I mean, if if I'm being honest, if I'm being totally honest, then uh, that's what this podcast is all about. It's honesty. Think Todd's a little crazy. <laughs> I guess I'll have to be honest too. <laughs> he's off base. I just can't, in good conscience, put 
crowded house in front of bands like like we talked about the Beatles, Pink Floyd, Rolling Stones, U2, and even a band that I think is super underrated in The Cars. I think their breadth of work is so impressive um, that I can't take that away from them. Uh, I, I, to me, it's like indisputable kind of the the catalog that that those bands produced. And um, if I just had to boil it down to a couple of things, I I would say, you know, for one thing, it's completely subjective. And for me personally, uh, Crowded House is just, it's too mellow for me. Um, and I, you know, th- this sounds like I'm, I'm taking a dig, but I'm not. Um, a band, like, I'm going to be more impressed by a band that has a few songs that just knock my socks off, just blow me away, uh, like uh, ELO, like Electric Light Orchestra, has a couple songs. And by no means am I saying they're a better band, than, but um, or that they would even come close to being the greatest band of all time, because they're certainly not. But they, you know have a couple songs that amaze me. Whereas there was nothing as I l- went through the list and I went way on past four songs, uh, from crowded house that just s- jumped out at me, uh, as a song. And I think I would need that. And I think all those bands that I named, uh, all those that are kind of recognized as the biggest bands in the world or of all time, um, that they have those type of songs. All right. Is there any, any any of those songs that stood out to you as I haven't heard this and I'm glad Todd brought it to my attention? No. Okay. No. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. That's uh, <laughs> what it's all about. I did like it. Did I? Re- it reminded me of uh, "Same Day." Is that the uh, is that the song, Todd? Is that one? Of, is that the right title? What is it? Same day. Someday. Someday. Well, Oh, so you're now you're 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 comparing them to Glass Tiger. Oh, is that a crowd? What is that a Glass Tiger song? Someday, someday is Glass Tiger, also known as Ass Tiger. <laughs> um, but I, you know what? I I, don't, I would I would put Glass Tiger more along the lines of a poor man Duran's Duran. Yeah. And not, you know, I wouldn't compare them to the greatest band of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and let's be clear. Um, Todd didn't say greatest rock band of all time. It was just greatest band of all time. Yeah, I think he started rock band. But yeah, as as we got to the end, he did he yeah. did, it did shift yeah. into... And I wasn't going to say anything until he just re-clarified it. You're comparing them to the greatest band of all time. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's band. It's not rock because I don't know that everything they do is just rock. I don't think you can just just pull them and rock. And that's fine. Now, since we're on them, do you want my... You want my take on Credit House also, hey, and then we'll go into Heim, or you you can you can bring you can bring it. I'm I'm, I'm okay. a strong person. Okay. <laughs> Either way, man, you're already on the defense. I, I'm. I, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll join you with open arms, or I'll I'll give you a you know a fleeting pat on the back. It's whichever one okay, you okay. want. Which, <laughs> what do you what do you what do you want your legacy to be, Alan? Okay, let me say that I I appreciate your passion for this band and the fact that you picked like 
most people in today's day and time, Crowded House is that you picked that pretty much out of obscurity for today. And I appreciate that. <laughs> I liked them more than I thought I would. Um, and like, I, I would even like, if you had said, cause I don't listen to a ton of music. So if you had said, made the claim, they're the best band you really don't know a lot about. I would, I wouldn't have a lot to argue with that to say they're the best band of all time, I, just from the four songs I've heard. And that's not that deep of a pool, but in a sample size of these are the four you need to listen to. I can't go along with best band of all time. I did like, I like distant sun better than uh, don't dream it's over personally. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I thought that song was great and I probably will, will download it. Um, yeah. So I liked them better. I didn't like the, uh, the first one you gave where. Oh, uh, I got you. Yeah. I didn't, it was a little doo woppy too much for me. Um, but the four songs you gave, I liked more than I thought I would, and especially yeah. Distant Sun. But I, yeah, I can't, I can't go along with best, best band of all time. Well, that's okay. They're, you know, not everybody has vision. Do you, uh, do you think it's be, uh, like maybe because of the time? Because it hits you right at the that band and their stuff coming out hit you right at the perfect time in your life, probably to where you were in those sort of formidable teenage years where music had a lot of sort of emotional connection. Do you think that that is why you like them so much? Um, you think that has anything to do with it? Or you just think it's th that the, the product is, is superior and it just is what it is. Well, it's a combination of, of, I mean, so I was, when their, when their album came out, I was 19 or 20, 19 going on 20. Um, first album came out and, and I really liked, I liked Don't Dream It's Over. That was their, that was their first, you know, single. And I really liked it. It was like, it wasn't like anything else that was out there. But if you, if you, if you listened in the eighties, there was so much variety in sounds because there were so many different groups from so many different places and cultures, um, that were all getting record deals and they were recording and it was just, that was a decade uh, or at least the first probably half to a little bit over the half mark, halfway mark, just all kinds of different music and that, you know, there's so many different sounds and everything. And so that, you know, I, that wasn't the thing. Cause I mean, it, when I listened to it, it was like, you know, to me, that was like a natural, natural progression of what I'd been listening to mm -hmm. the early part of the eighties. But, um, it, and and you you hit upon it well, and that is I gave you all four songs to listen to, right? And by listening to four songs, you can't. That's not a really good meter of the band as a whole. If you listen to all of the four albums, so you're uh, saying <laughs> that like they're if you're taking the 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 top the cream of the of the songs it's not a fair assessment because their b-side stuff is just as good as this it's just as good sometimes strong consistently okay and they do trust me they do a ton that when they would do a ton of releases and they would put like they'd put bonus songs on that didn't end up on the album on you know on the b-side of a single um and i mean they would retool stuff and they'd take two songs and like mash them into one song during the recording process. But that see, a lot. I feel like with, if you're going to have 
the greatest band of all time. I feel like you need like several songs that just blow your socks off. And well, I, that's I, that's what we've got. That's what we've got. <laughs> no, well, not no, I don't know, not so much. You you listen, listen. You've got you're gonna have to you're gonna have to say okay, I, yeah, I gave you four songs, but four songs in no way in I mean they no way encompass this whole band. Um, and they're and they're they're all good songs. Those four, I, you know, and I put up you put don't dream it's over because don't dream it's over is their anthem song. Dude, that's one of my favorite songs from that era. So, and I didn't know it was Crowded House, but when that that's a song that if it comes on, I'm not turning it off. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, you know. And uh, and most people hear that and they most people don't know who the band is, but they know the song. Uh, some people know the band and they go, oh, that's Crowded House. But then they hear other stuff and they don't know. They don't know what. Right. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, but if you listen, you listen. And I've got the albums and I'm going to make sure that you get all four of them, both of you, <laughs> because I think you're still impressionable enough. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, you're, you know, hopefully you're not old and grizzled to the point that you're, <laughs> you're not going to say, look, wow, what a what a gift. What a gift from Todd Sheen of these four <laughs> albums, but what a gift from the people that created this music to mm. let, let me, the world have it. Let me play devil's advocate to the four song theory. I, I that you're that you're saying. I, in my opinion, my favorite band of all time is probably Queen, and I could give you four Queen songs that I think would make my case for that. But I also think that their B-side stuff is strong enough to where I'd be fine with you listening to any song on any album. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think what you're saying is these songs are a decent representation of the, of the sum as a whole, but they don't really have anything that's gonna be above the rest of it because it's all pretty good. I'm saying Queen has stuff that's all pretty good, but they've got a few haymakers that land. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think every band's got, you know, they've got their signature tunes. They've got the ones that, uh, you know, that people, you know, that they got more radio play. So there's a larger audience for them. Um, they got, you know, they got played more at, uh, at concerts uh, because they were concert favorites. Now, one other thing I want to input on this, and I've, I, I have seen Crowded House in concert. I saw them back in 2007 um and so i didn't see the the original incarnation of the the band the original band was neil uh a, a bassist uh called nick seymour and a drummer uh paul hester now they so they were a three-man piece um they actually had a touring keyboardist but the band is you know as it was first envisioned was a three-man group and their stage um, chemistry and presence was just incredible. It was, uh, they, they, you know, they're up there and they're playing their serious music, but they had, they were, they were very witty. Uh, it was, it was nonstop comic jokes. Oh, wow. Uh, a lot of, really? I mean, it was, I mean, so you if, got if, two if you for one. Reviews, if you read any reviews of, uh, of, um, you know, any of their concerts back in the, in that, you know, that first 10 years that they were together. I mean, 
people loved the music, but they loved the the concert as a whole because the band was just you know. See, this changes things. This changes things that I didn't know that the. like if you had said like part of what makes them the greatest band of all time is their comedy, then that might have changed things. Well, it, it does. It does. I mean, you know, you if you you know, here's the thing, you know, Electric Light Orchestra, uh, they don't, you know, they would they would tour, but you know, well, they're in between their songs, they're going to say, "All right, ready for the next." Well, I just, well, just to be honest, like I would put ELO, I would put ELO, and I'm not a huge ELO fan. It's just that's what I was talking about, like with a few songs that kind of like at least like, wow, this is a great song, like ELO, The Outfield. Like, there's a few bands, but I would even go so far as to say, and this is going to make him mad. I would even go so far as to say they're not, they're not the best band out of New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand. Oh wow. <laughs> Who's the best band out of New Zealand? Oh, man. Mr. Electric Light Orchestra. Well, if we're going to bring comedy into the mix, then uh, I'm going to go with Brett and Jermaine as the best band out of, like out of New Zealand. Like the Concords. Oh, well, they're not a satire band. <laughs> I don't know if you, maybe you didn't get that from the, the well, I did. I, did I, I honestly, I, you know, sometimes I wondered. No, I'm joking. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no, there's not a, it's, it's not that satire band thing, you know. So yeah. it's, um, it's a, um, they, they are a quality band. Definitely just for my taste, you know, it was just, they're just a little too mellow for me. Like I, I just need more of a, you know, so no offense to crowded house. It's just, it's yeah. not my thing personally. And I'll kind of, I'll kind of go along with that. It does, it does bother me that some of the junk that gets played on, um, on like the, the satellite 80 station, all of these songs that you've recommended are better than 90% of the stuff that they play on there. Cause they play, um, man eater by Holland Oates, every other song, but, um, good song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I think I'm kind of with, with, uh, with Scott as an overall opinion on best band ever, but I love that you think that. We, we might have to well, get I'm, into Holland Oates I'm sometime the, too. I'm not the only person that thinks that. I'm not the only person that thinks that. Yeah, there's there's and, probably five people in New Zealand that are also <laughs> half the population. Yeah, we we really got to right. get we really got to get you better educated. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. No, 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 seriously, the boy, there can't the be that many people. Todd said that there's a name for people. The, if there's a name for people, there, there's got to be at least. At least a half a dozen. <laughs> listen, a name for listen. The crowdies, the crowdies will hunt you down. <laughs> the crowdies will hunt you down. Should we? Should we move along? Oh yeah, let's talk about well, the, the best me, rock me, band on the planet. Move along. Before we move along, I'm gonna. I am gonna get the last word on this. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think that's because, fair. Because it is. It's. It's. It's crowded house, and you, you'll get. Okay. The, you'll get the last word on Heim or whatever. Whatever that. Uh, Whatever that entity is. Um, Wait, can, before you do that, can I say that the, the "Better Be Home Soon" song irked me yeah. because he tried to rhyme decep- deception with desert. <laughs> yeah, and then later on in the song, in the song, he rhymed it with it. Like that kind of stuff just drives me nuts. So on that song, I, I don't know the other three, but that song drove me nuts. But go ahead. Well, that one, I mean, but that one's one that he played. Uh, he played at a memorial service to their drummer that had passed away. Um, 
it's a very poignant song. And I mean, the way it's structured, I mean, you know, the, the Hammond organ use. Um, yeah, but go move it, move ahead with your, your final word. Well, final yeah. word is it's it, the, the, you know, I can, I can give you four songs and I can, I can <laughs> Here tell, we go. You, tell you what my thoughts are on it. But I think, you know, I think you both know, I'm not one for bold, outrageous claims about musical groups. I think I've got a pretty good ear and mind. <laughs> um, and so, you know, am I, am I the, am I the end all for, for saying the band, uh, this band is the greatest band of all time. Well, yeah, I am. <laughs> I, I will stand by this decision. I would stand by this decision with standing on, standing on the deck of the Titanic going down. I would, I would stand by this decision. If you were out there with a, a, a life preserver saying, come on over, come on over to Heim, I'll throw it to you. Come on over to the Electric Light Orchestra. We love you. I, I honestly, uh, though, I honestly don't think Neil Finn would agree with you. Like, if you asked him, Neil Finn, is Crowded House the best band of all time? I think you might. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think you might. I think, you know what? He wouldn't, he probably wouldn't say it because he, he's he is saying, a, he's, he's a nice, he's a nice guy that's, he's, so he's humble. a humble man. Yeah. He's a humble man that, you know, he, he actually <laughs> writes his songs. He doesn't just record, you know, some D bag that's oh, writing here we songs go. in his wife's basement. Here we go. Uh, he, he's actually right. He's lived it and he's writing it. Man. And he is, you know what? I said it before. He's a wordsmith. Hmm. And. I don't, I don't know about that other stuff out there. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not tearing, I'm not going to tear down anybody's playhouse yet. But this band, and, and I know what everybody's saying. Well, they're not the Stones. They don't have, four, you know, they don't have 50 years of, of backstory and, and catalog. And they're not, you know, they didn't, they didn't come through the 60s when, you know, rock and roll was born or the 50s, you know, when rock and roll was born you know, no, they didn't. But they've also they've lived through that. They've lived through that part. The, you know, Nielsen was born in the '50s. He lived through part of that, so he's been. You know, it's not like he's you know uh, Al City or something living in a basement. I've said basement a couple <laughs> times. Apologize. This band is greater than what you're giving it credit for because because you're you're not familiar with it, and I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that, but you've got to, you're going to have to listen to more of the music and realize that this is a, this is a musical journey friends. That's what all right. It, it's a musical journey. And the, some of the lyrics, especially on Woodface and, <laughs> and together alone, uh, you're, you're the, the lyrics <laughs> married with melody and the music. You're not going to hear anything like it. Anything like it as long as you live, okay? You know why? Because everybody's recording at their house with their own mics and Adobe <laughs> Audition. Anybody can make an album now, but not yeah. anybody can make real music. Bam! I think, I think there it is. I dropped the mic right there, except for pick it back up because we got to get into hype. Uh, I'm picking it back up here in a second. Okay. <laughs>
All right. I, yeah, I mean, you got to admire the passion, like I said. Um, all right, let's let's go into the greatest rock band. Of, no, 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 the best rock band on the planet. On the planet, as of today. Rock band on the planet, okay. Um, Scott, or Todd, I'll let Scott go first on Crowded House. I'll let you, after your four-song review, I'll let you... you I'll let you make your your statement, and then I'll piggyback on it. How about that? Are you talking to me? Yes. Okay. What What is your thoughts on Heim, and are they the best rock band on the planet? Well, I'll try to be nice. Uh, best rock band on the planet. Yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say they're the best rock band on the planet. Um, I. Here's the thing, I I like uh, I like the fact that you have to presuppose that somebody's better though. Presuppose that somebody's better, best rock band on the planet. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Creed's not together anymore. <laughs> no, uh, that's that's right. They're see. not. Uh, and it's <laughs> and that's really just a statement. That's not that's not saying. Anything. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's writing this down out there. Todd likes Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Stapp equals Neil Finn. Well, I, you know nobody nobody equals Neil Finn. So, Heim. Uh, uh, okay. Well, first off, you know it's hard to it's hard. I, I, so, where, where's the name Heim come from? Again? It's their last name. All of theirs. Their sisters. Yeah. Their three sisters. Okay. All right. Um. You know, I'm not going to, it would be easy to just say, oh, well, you know, this is Corey Haynes' younger sisters, and they got a band together, and the talent doesn't fall too far from the Heim tree. Oh, no. Um, but I'm not going to say that, because I don't. Yeah, you kind of just did. No, I let them, I let them. <laughs> okay, here, here's, here's the unabashed. I, I listened to the song, and I... One of them, uh, one of them, did, were they were they stealing, um, or I'm sorry, not stealing, sampling, um, sampling the the song, the heart, the heart thing from the Eagle song. Is that is that one of the songs? Mm, not that I know of. <laughs> that was perfect timing too. Um, okay, I. They do. They do borrow heavily from like '80s stuff. '80s stuff. Yeah, and and I remember listening to them, and I like that. I like that they don't have a problem borrowing, uh, not being completely original when they're making music. That's okay. Uh, that's that's a stretch. I can handle that. <laughs> that's a stretch. Um, do your own heartbeat. You know, make you know have it have it being a regular heartbeat. Um, anyway, uh, so. I'm going to say the, the songs I listened to, they sounded kind of similar to me um, as, as far as, you know. All the songs sounded the same, you mean? Well, and, and I don't want to be that shallow to, to make it sound like, well, they just all sound the same. But, you know, you know people say that about Bruce Hornsby. Well, all the Bruce Hornsby songs sound the same. Well, he's playing a piano, um, <laughs> you know. Um, but um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I don't. I don't get the the best rock group in the in the world, and and I and 
granted, I can't tell you who the best rock band is on earth right now. So therefore you can't say they're not. <laughs> well, I can say they're not. No, um, you can't. If you uh, can't name somebody who's better, you can't say that. Okay. Well, let me, give me a second. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll think of one. Uh, <laughs> I well and look look I, it, I I I think I like that they're I like that they're sisters I like that they are doing it for themselves I like that they're uh, musically oriented I like that I just but I didn't it, they didn't grab me they That's didn't fine. grab me. and uh, and I, I'm not saying am I am what am I saying am I saying that in ten years they're still going to be on top of the world or you know are they going to be working at Dollar Tree. I don't know. Well, they might be. <laughs> I can guess between those two. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just... How long? How long have they been? Um, how long have they been out, Scott? Uh, like three to four years. They've been. Okay. They've been doing this. They've only put out one album, and then you know, it had what maybe like nine or ten songs. So um, all these songs are from that same album. Yeah, they're working on their second album right now. I mean, they're just getting started. Okay. I liked them also better than I thought they would. And I, I'm I just full disclosure. I don't, I don't listen to today, so I can't put another group up against them to say they're not either. They didn't like when I think of rock and roll and you didn't, you didn't really quantify this. So I'm going to try to do it here, but if, and then you can, you can check in or, or, or jump in or whatever. But when I think of rock and roll, this, isn't really what I think of because they use a lot of drum machine. And yeah, let me, use a lot of. Yeah, let me of, jump in right now. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's it's more pop rock to me. You, it's you, more yeah. poppy than rock and roll. See that? Yeah, this is the problem. I did a pitiful job with this um, the first time. Um, they can play like the girls can play, and they're great writers. And uh, but mm -hmm. they can play like especially Danielle and Esty uh, on lead guitar and bass. They can really play, um, but you're exactly right. If you listen to those songs, it is it's heavily electronic, um, right? And that's what they were going for on that first album. And I I still love it. Like I love the album, but there's no comparison between that and hearing them live, like I did uh, last week. Okay, it's they are, and uh, <laughs> you and I. Do you remember the Christian band that we listened to? We heard them at. Uh, like Kings Island and and somewhere else and live audio adrenaline yeah audio adrenaline right yeah audio yeah. adrenaline I don't know how many I don't know how many people listening to this are familiar but we would hear them live and I heard them probably three mm -hmm. times live and it was amazing every time right awesome. like there was like wow like that Christian rock band is like really good and we bought yeah. the, I bought the albums did those sound anything like each other we even had discussions of where why did the producers yeah jack this jack them up and not let them do what it, they do. It was ridiculous. Now yeah. th there's a similar effect here. Um, okay. But they, so this second album is going to be supposedly it's going to be more organic because they even said like when we play live, we're a rock band and, and we've realized that like the, there's no question. And, and when I heard them live, I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, like they're a rock band. And that's when the thought hit my mind, like they're a rock band. And right now I believe they're the rock, best rock band on the planet. Cause 
hearing that live and hearing what you all heard on, from the album was two completely different things. It was stripped down. It was organic. It was a lead guitar. It was bass. It was rhythm guitar, uh, two drummers. Um, and it was amazing. And it was, it just had a different flavor and, a, and, a, and more teeth to it. Um, mm-hmm. and so that's when like, and I'm sitting there smiling, like just grinning from ear to ear the whole time. Cause it was, it was so good and so crazy, but yeah, like I went back and listened, you know, and have been listening since we did the show and there's just a completely different flavor to it. And, and, uh, it, it does, it loses some of its spine on the album that they did last time. But from what I hear, they're, they're losing some of that electronic sound and they're making it more organic and stripping it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got another, I've got another prediction for you, but I'll save that. So go ahead with what you're saying now. Okay. Yeah. That's, I just, um, it's kind of like when it, it kind of drives me nuts when, um, people don't sort of differentiate between, uh, some of Genesis early stuff versus their late stuff because they got more poppy Mm -hmm. towards the end and and that stuff was kind of not great, but their early stuff was really good because it was more rock. Um, I kind of felt like, the stuff that I heard was more of the pop Rocky stuff like that. And that's why I was having a hard time with rock and roll. I don't know if, if this is what, and this, and I also was going to ask, is that what rock and roll is now? Cause you had said earlier that rock, you thought rock and roll was pretty much dead as far as what we knew it. If that's what rock and roll is, I'm, you know, modern music is, is this isn't a slam on Heim. It's just, if rock and roll is that now, if that's as hard a rock and roll as it gets, I'm kind of glad I don't keep up with music today. Um, because I wouldn't like it, but I did like that, that, the pray to God song was, was, um, my favorite one that you gave of those. Um, but I do, I did like, like lyrically, I think that they are really good. Does she write all her own stuff? You said, yeah, they write everything. Yeah. They, yeah. In their parents' living room, I think is, you know, they get together and the three of them just write, write it all, which, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't think, I didn't think they all sounded the same. And the fact that all four of those came off the same album is I mean, that's a little bit even more impressive. Um, but I don't right. I, I don't like the synthesizer stuff, and I don't like the drum machine stuff, especially if I'm going in expecting this is going to be rock and roll, and then I hear all that. Yeah, that's totally um, fair. That's totally fair. And, yeah. and I did a bad job of – I should have completely uh, talked about that the, the first week and, and clarified that because, yeah, I, I threw some songs out there for to listen to, and I'm telling people this is the greatest rock band of all time. And then you have, if you listen to those songs – as they're recorded on the first album, I can totally get why you kind of, where you kind of, it hits you as more pop maybe a little bit, Mm -hmm. but those same songs live, like there's no, Mm -hmm. like if you had been in that room and hearing those songs and I'm telling you like, this is the best rock band on the planet. I know you're not going to question the fact that they're a rock band. Like unquestionably, you might not agree with me that, you know, they're the best, but you would definitely think, yeah, this is a rock band for sure. Well, Pearl Jam is still is still going at it, and even though they haven't really up until this last album put anything out very good, I I'd still probably if I like you held a gun to my head and made me go to a concert because I'd never go to a concert no matter what the circumstances. I just wouldn't go because I hate it. But mm. um, if you made me go and had to pick one of the two, I'd probably still go. I'd probably still go PJ, but um, that's just me. Yeah, and that's that's fair. I mean, they've they've only got one album, but here's my prediction: is that if they strip it down like they say they are, and I've heard two of this, I've heard two songs off the new album. They played them that night. Unbelievable. So flipping good. So if they strip it down and that's what it's going to be, that's the way they record it. Um, then that album is going to win the Grammy 
It's going to win the Rock and Roll Grammy. There's such Whoa. a yeah. I'm calling it right now. Another my goodness. I'm calling it right now. That album will win the Grammy. Wow. And uh, and then there's going to be a push and a realization that that band has taken off. And because I, I haven't really understood why they haven't yet, like why there's not a greater collective consciousness about them. Like in, hmm. but this it's going to happen and that's when it's going to happen is the Grammys. I don't know if they'll play live, but that, that album I think is going to be huge as much as, you know, it can, but I think there's going to be a collective um, realization that these girls are the what's left of rock and roll. They are the Knights of rock and the bastions of what's left of it. And uh, like I said, I think they're going to be, it's going to be, recognize that they're the queens so that's are, my are, prediction are your heim glasses shaded by unadulterated <laughs> love for danielle <laughs> only slightly but i'm telling okay. i'm telling at least you, you at least you can admit it a little bit i okay. feel very very confident in this like that that album okay. it's their second album and that's when a lot of people s- seem to take off you know and, and kind of like into the uh into pop culture like the more of a, a wider audience sees them, but I, I really believe like that when that album comes out and I do believe they'll win the Grammy and huh. that there are, there will be buzz. You can bet on that in Vegas, by the way, really, if you want to make some money, <laughs> then, then uh talk art is giving you some gold right here. Don't sleep on this. So- sophomore, sophomore slump. Also, you got to worry about the software. I don't worry at all. Like like I said, I've heard those songs, and they were fantastic. Todd, you've been... You're you're, going to say, you'd put money down and say... Here we go. They're going to win the Grammy next year. I would feel comfortable, yeah. And members, the the members of ELO are going to be able to give them the the award on stage. (laughs) Yeah, if that happens, then... (laughs) If, I mean that's that's up to the the academy, I guess. Whether they want to bring like, because ELO, it sounds like a lot of coincidences. And in person, <laughs> I mean personally, if I'm picking, then I would pick Exile to come up on the stage and give them the award. You know, because Kentucky <laughs> well, love. That, you know, that 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 would be weird, but you know, that, that would. I mean, I guess it would work. <laughs> Todd, Just, do you have any like? Do you have any? You have any thoughts on? Like I I, I talked a lot. And you've been you've been silent for a little bit. Like, do you have any any parting thoughts on on Heim overall? Well, or what we talked about, any any validity or what we said, or anything to, to piggyback on that? Well, first off, don't you know? I wouldn't worry. I mean, if they if they don't win the Grammy, that doesn't make them great or not make them great or make them a you know well. I guess I mean maybe it does make them more well received because unfortunately, you know. But what is the Grammys now? You talk about there not being, you know, the the lack of rock and roll in the world, and and, 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 no, and nobody's saying that's going to make them days. great. I'm but, saying, but I mean, but do you do you really value the validity of the Grammys? No, award? I don't. All I'm saying is that album is going to be unquestionably if they're doing if they're recording it the way they say they're recording it, it's going to be unquestionably rock and roll, and. It, in that case, it's going to be as good as I think it's going to be. And it will, you know, as a side effect, win a Grammy. And as a side effect of that, everyone will know who they are for the first time because not many people do right now. 
So I think they become a more of a uh, public quantity than they are right now. Okay. Well, I'll maybe, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm I, like I said, uh, you know, if they get up and win the Grammy and, and the, the one, you know, the sisters is a, you know, as a whole, they'd, you know, get up and say, well, you know, thanks to our mom and dad and thanks to great, you know, songwriters like Neil Finn for paving <laughs> the way for us and, and, and making us, you know, and, and being part of our inspiration. So it could happen. It could happen. I, I mean, I pull for the underdog and, and the overdog, but I just want, I want, you know, eventually I want the underdog to win more. Yeah. The what? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, though, by the way, I thought on, you wanted, on, a, I thought you wanted a, a, a place to jump off <laughs> on, on crowded house. Uh, the, when I said someday, I was thinking of something so strong. It reminded me of that song. Like I, I well, something about so it. strong. Something so strong is Crowded House. Yeah, right. Uh, that's that's and the one that I meant. It was, it's that was the second. That was the second single off their first album. And I don't think I've heard Distant Sun yet. Like I just, I just kind of went down. Like I just let it play on Spotify. Like uh, went to Crowded House, and I probably listened to like ten songs instead of just four. But oh, I'll, so, I'll, so, basically, so basically, yeah. you did you did you did part of your homework. <laughs> well, I thought I was going above and beyond the homework because you kept saying, you know, I, you had to listen to all four albums in entirety to realize, to realize their greatness. So I thought I was did, like trying to do that. Did and, you? But you listened to ten songs out of probably forty, is what you're saying? Yeah, you that, was, that was that was as far as uh, all four albums. My, I will say, "Distant Sun" is worth the listen. I will also say, I don't think it'll change your mind. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it, but it is my favorite one that that he gave out. So it's well, set, so it's settled. I tell you what, I am you know what best rock band on the planet. <laughs> and I crowded house, not so time. much. We've solved nothing. Rock We've, band of all time. That's right, everybody. But, but good discussion. Hey, you know what? Money talks. And BS walks. Yeah. And let me let me just say this: the the music, you can't go back. You can't go back in a time machine in the DeLorean back to '85 and and tell tell Neil Finn not to form Crowded House and wish, go go work as a nurse somewhere. It isn't gonna happen. The music's there. It will never. It will never dissipate. It'll never so, dissipate. It'll one, never die. One quick question. And it will only inspire other people. Oh, wow. And for however long that Neil Finn decides to record, either as a solo artist, uh, a member of Crowded House, a member, uh, you know, working with his brother, regardless, it will continue. And there will be beautiful music written and performed by the people that know how to do it. One quick question. I'm guessing you thought that they were the greatest band of all time when you were listening um, in the 80s. I, no, I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't really because I wasn't really thinking about it at that time. Well, they were they your? Okay, let me change it. Were they? They your were my favorite. favorite they band? were my favorite band. Let's let me say this. They were probably my favorite band after. Okay, I got the first album. I actually got the first album the day I got my uh, wisdom teeth removed. Um, I'll never forget that day. Anyway, uh, but I got it. I got the I got the first album, and as I do, I would I would take you know I had a cassette player in my car. I would make a cassette from the CD, and I listened to that thing front and back on my way back to Bowling Green, back to school, and I learned I, I, every song, okay. every song 
on there. I enjoyed and loved. So question. When their sophomore album came out two years later, bam. Their, now, their sophomore album, No Slump. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, debatable. They um, became my favorite band probably <laughs> at that point. Late 80s, okay. then I was like, you know what? I, I like a lot of bands. There's a lot of bands I like. There's a lot of musical artists I like. But that's probably when they became number one. Here's your here's the, here's the question then your favorite band, uh, for the sake of argument, let's say it was your favorite band. Have they yeah. maintained just out of curiosity? Have they maintained that spot um, through today? Like kind of consistently? Have they have they always held that pedestal for you? Like way up there? Yeah, yeah. Because as as both of you pointed out, what's what's out there right now? That's, what's what's really What's really, uh, what band has been introduced in the last, you know, 10 or 15 years that makes you say, oh, remember them, you know? See, that's I mean, interesting to me because, you know, at one time, kind of in that same age range, my favorite band would have been U2. And I am, I'm somebody who kind of, my music taste is always changing. And even though I still like U2 and would put like Octung in, today and listen to it like I don't I there's no way I could say they're my favorite band today like I I, yeah. I, I kind of you know it, it ebbs and flows and it's you know and it'll be a few years of like you know in college like just nuts about you too but now it's, it's right. not even close to that same you know feeling about them and and yeah I, I'm, I'm kind of constantly shifting so it's interesting to me and I like that that you've you know you've had that band and you just, you've loved them straight for you know, 20 or 30 years. Uh, it's interesting to me. I think it's partly because, you know, partly because of, of what they've done, but, and like I told you, they've been on a couple of hiatuses. Hi, hi. And, uh, they, you know, they, they broke up after about 10 years. Uh, they, and then 11 years after that, they reformed. Um, but, during that time, you know, Neil Finn has recorded solo albums. He's recorded albums with his brother. Um, he's recorded um, he's recorded albums like uh, All Star Band that came over to New Zealand and performed. Uh, so they have. I mean, when when Crowded House isn't together, you've you, I've still got you know you've got Neil Finn, and he's he's recording. He's doing his thing until Crowded House comes back and reforms to do an album <laughs> in a tour triumphantly for sure that that's probably yeah. that's i'm guessing that's probably all the heim and crowded house people need for a long time alan i yeah i think i think they've got their i think they've got their feeling <laughs> like we've spent 30 the first 30 minutes on music the last two weeks um so yeah make that like they don't let just anybody play at the wrong i moment. honestly haven't listened to an hour of music probably in the last three months of my life, but we've talked about it for an hour in the last week. So, um, yeah. And we didn't even get to, we didn't even get to hollow notes, which we were, I was, I was more than willing to rip, but I'm, I'm all music out guys. Yeah. All right. Well, there's your uh, music edition of talk hard. I promise that for my sake, we won't do too many of those because I have absolutely nothing to bring to the table, but, uh, I think, I think that's a podcast guys. Let's, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Let's put a bow on it. Uh, for Scott Stafford and Todd Sheen, this is Alan Martin reminding you to walk softly and talk hard. Well, I hope you come to see me in the movie. Then I know that you will
plain to see Biggest fool that's ever hit the big time And all I gotta do is act naturally 